Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. I am Roy Burton, and alongside me, as always, is my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing tonight, Chanel? I'm okay, and you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, This past weekend, uh, we had a chance to host a live show as part of the uh, Bite for the Fight Food Festival in Phoenixville, PA. Uh, This festival, as we mentioned on the show, uh, was held in honor of McKenna Ann Massey. She was an amazing young woman who uh, passed away last September after multiple battles with cancer. And uh, her family reached out to us um, and they asked us to come out, uh, promote the show, promote the festival and do a live show as part of the festival um, to help benefit the Fight On McKenna Foundation, which was created in uh, McKenna's honor to honor her memory and to carry on her strength and her fighting spirit to help kids and families uh, who are facing pediatric cancer. So, uh, of course, you know, we, we graciously accepted and made the trip out to Phoenixville. We hadn't been to Phoenixville before um, for this festival. Um, so we came out to the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. This was the first annual Bite for the Fight Food Festival, again, put on in her honor because like us and like you guys listening, uh, McKenna was a foodie. She was a big time foodie. She was a huge fan of chocolate cake and spicy foods and a lot of the stuff that uh, that we talk about here on this show. So her family thought it would be, you know, uh, a cool thing to put on a food festival again in her memory to showcase some of the best food and best bites in and around the Delaware Valley and, and also if, to raise money right and, and if, if what we had what we saw was any indication they did a very good job what we tasted was any indication they did a very good job in, in doing that there were some great restaurants there uh, that we'll talk about um, later in the show a lot after. of great people donating their time and effort tons of great people donating their time and their efforts and their money and yeah they raised you know thousands and thousands of dollars um, for the fight on McKenna Foundation um, so it was, a, it was a great show again we'll talk more about this uh, later in the show we're going to play the whole show for your whole live show for you that we did uh, at the Bite for the Fight Food Festival we thought again since we have a different crowd um, than usual we kind of did a, a little best of show kind of a quest for the best in Philadelphia food. So for those of you out there who kind of listen to us and try to figure out, you know, where should I go for X, Y, Z when I come to Philadelphia, this will probably be a good show for you guys to check out and see, you know, what are your best things and listen to the things I say. Maybe not as much as the things Chanel says, but we more more or less agreed on on a lot of stuff. But uh, a part of this, uh, a part of the Bite for the Fight Food Festival, the uh, the guest of honor of the festival was uh, Robert Irvine. The uh, host of Restaurant Impossible on Food Network and author of the Family Table Cookbook and um, a guy you've seen on plenty of Food Network shows and other shows as well. And uh, he was uh, gracious enough to give us a few minutes of his time as well. So we had a chance to talk to him 
as well as part of the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. So you'll hear our interview with him during this show as well. So uh, please please take a listen to this and check it out. And again, remember what it's all about. Again, we're here to, to uh, remember the life of McKenna Ann Massey and to help families like hers um, who are currently in that fight against pediatric cancer. So here is our live episode from the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. I am Roy Burton, and I'm here at the Kimberton Fairgrounds with my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing today, Chanel? I'm doing very well, Roy. And you? She says she's doing well. She's a little nervous. She's a little nervous because there's a lot of people. Why do you always do that? What? It's true. You're a little nervous because there's, there's a lot of people here at the Kimberton Fairgrounds for the Bite for the Fight food festival. We're going to make it through it. You know, we're here to entertain. We're all foodies here. Everybody so, here is a foodie, right? So... Yeah, but you don't have to do that. Every time I'm nervous, you announce that I'm nervous. Yeah, because it gets you kind of like, you know, you, you have to understand like, everybody's here for the same thing. We're all here to root you on. <laughs> you know. So, again, we're here at the Bite for the Fight uh, Food Festival, again, at the Kimberton Fairgrounds in Phoenixville, PA. And, and b- before we get into it, again, a lot of people listening to us may not know who we are exactly. So please let people know who the John Appetit podcast is and what we're all okay. about. We are the John Appetit Podcast. We're a podcast dedicated to all things food in and around the city of brotherly love. Yes. So what we do is we tell our listeners about the places and the dishes that we enjoy, and we keep them informed on what's going on in the city with food and food events. Yeah, sometimes, you know, we slip up and call ourselves foodies, but we're not really foodies necessarily. Uh, we're a little we're eaters, so we like we enjoy to eat. We enjoy eating food. I know you, a lot of you guys here. They enjoy you guys enjoy eating. That's why you're here. Uh, one of the reasons why you're here at the uh, the Bite for the Fight Food Festival here in Phoenixville, PA. Um, but we love to talk about food, and we do it even when we're not in front of microphones. But we're always on the lookout for you know the next great restaurant or the newest food market and the best food festival and all sorts of things like that. So please, um, if you're not familiar with us, please give us a follow. John Appetit on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, we are at John Appetit on each of those social media platforms. And wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play, all that stuff, uh, search for the John Appetit Podcast because, again, we'd love to help spread the word about the John Appetit Podcast and kind of what we do here um, at John Appetit. Um, of course, we're here, again, at the Bite for the Fight Food Festival, the first annual Bite for the Fight Food Festival put on by the Fight on McKenna Foundation. And uh, today's festival is in honor of McKenna Ann Massey. She was an amazing young woman who gained her wings last September after multiple battles with cancer. And last year, the Fight on McKenna Foundation was established to honor her memory and to carry on her strength and her fighting spirit to help kids and families facing pediac- pediatric cancer. Today, of course, as I said, is the first annual Bite for the Fight Food Festival, and it's held in her memory because, like us and like you guys out there, McKenna loved food. She's a, she was a foodie herself. She was an eater herself. And she was a huge fan of chocolate cake and spicy food and a bunch of the vendors that you'll see inside uh, the main pavilion. And, and we are as well. So we had a chance to kind of sample some things out there. You didn't have a chance to t- sample too much. but uh, No, not, not yet. So, so Davi, you hit up Davio's. Davio's is here. Mm-hmm. Duck Donuts. We had a, a chance. To, uh, any of your favorites? Davio's is probably your favorite so far? Davio's was my only so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to kind of get the, get all the, uh, the, the podcast stuff out of the way first so we can kind of enjoy everything going on with the, uh, the food festival itself. But there's some great vendors um, here. Um, and again, we're all here for the Fight on McKenna Foundation. So, again, definitely check that out as well uh, when we're done here. Now, 
Again, like us, McKenna was a foodie, and uh, I recently saw an article about another foodie, uh, Questlove of the, of the Roots. Uh, he's a drummer slash producer slash composer slash everything of the, of the, of the Roots. And uh, he's a big foodie as well. And uh, he put together a list of some of his best foods or his favorite foods in Philly when he ever comes back into town. Obviously, he's up, spends a lot of time in New York and traveling around uh, to different uh, places as far as for part of his like 12 jobs. Um, but on his list, I don't know if you saw his, did you see his list? No, I did not. So on Questlove's list, he had a lost bread company. They make the bread for basically every place in Philadelphia. Okay. Um, Hardana, the Indonesian spot. Um, Abe Fisher, okay. which we haven't gotten to no, yet. No, we haven't gotten there yet, but and, I've heard uh, good things. Jewish cuisine. And um, Barclay Prime, the steakhouse. Now, is that the one that we have been that's to? Not the, that's not the one we have been to. That's the one with the green okay. couches. Okay, so no, I have not been there. Not been to Barclay Prime, but those are, some, those are just some of Quest Love spots. So we decided, hey, you know, we can figure out a way to kind of co-op this list because, you know, you guys are food foodies and you would appreciate it. So Plus, uh, most people, when they meet us, they ask us what our favorite things are to eat. So that, yeah. this is a good way of putting that out there. Yeah. For those of you thinking about starting a, a podcast or a food podcast in particular, if you start a food podcast or have a food podcast, the one thing that people will do all the time is ask you, where should I go to dinner tonight? What yeah. do you like to eat? What's yeah. your favorite thing to eat? Yes. Like, where do you want to go? Where should I go for lunch? Where should I take my in-laws? Where should I go? You know, it's like we get those questions all of the time. It's, you know, it's the same thing as like when I first started as an accountant, people used to ask me to do their taxes all the time. <laughs> That's not how this works, but it kind of works a little bit like it this. It works like that for us. It though. works a little bit yeah. like that for us. Yeah. So we put together a pretty decent list of the, uh, what we call the quest for the best in Philly food, a bunch of Philadelphia restaurants, Philadelphia area restaurants, I should say. And these are some of our favorites. So when people come into town or people like um, they're in town, and they want to take somebody out for a very nice dinner or just enjoy themselves and have a great meal. Um, these are just some of the places that we would recommend that they would go um, in Philadelphia. So you want to you start us off? Yes. The first place is Zahav. We recommend that uh, you try the hummus at Zahav. Yeah, so Zahav is the restaurant from Michael Solomonoff in Old City. Um, it just won the James Beard Award for um, Most Outstanding Restaurant or whatever the biggest award is. Um, so it's very difficult to get into. Yes. But if you do get in, um, you will really enjoy uh, Zahav. Well, you said the hummus? The hummus. Yeah. You absolutely, well, everything there is great, but you absolutely cannot leave without having the hummus. No, the, the hummus is, is number one on the list. And with the hummus, and they have different kinds of, of hummuses, and they have, um, sometimes they'll put a meat, special meat topping on, on the hummus. Most importantly with the hummus, though, they have the big pita bread. I don't, they don't uh, call it that. No, it's, it's what not do they called call it? pita. Well, it's the big pita, pita-like La bread. La La I don't know. I'm going to mess yeah. this up. Yeah, Peter, you're going to mess it up. I can't pronounce it. It's pita esque bread. Um, <laughs> pita esque. It's really the si it's like literally it's like the size of like a of a um, hubcap. Yes. And it's and then you just dip it in the pita. I mean, dip it dip it yeah, in a hummus. hummus. Um, get get the soft boiled egg on a hummus too. That's key. Yeah. That's soft key for egg, you, not that's me. Key. Yeah. That's key. That sets it off. That's some of the that's one of the best bites you'll have in Philadelphia. Yes. Um, what else What else do we have on our list? So we also have Soraya for the new. Caledonia prawns. They're grilled head-on prawns, and they're tossed in cilantro and toasted garlic vinaigrette, and a toasted garlic vinaigrette, and then they're finished with lemon, and they have a little bit of a char on them. Uh, they're some of the best prawns slash shrimp slash seafood I've ever had. Yeah, no, they're they are delicious. Soraya is an amazing, amazing restaurant. Um, easier to get into uh, than than Zahav for now. For now, for now, no. but it's an amazing place. Definitely check that out as well. Um, next on our list, Pizzeria Betia in Fishtown. Uh, any pizza really on their menu is yes. amazing. 
Um, Chanel is a huge fan of the pizza arabiata, the angry pizza. Best pizza in Philadelphia. The spicy tomato sauce and uh, what else is on there? Oh, we, we uh, put meat on Ser- there. Serrano peppers. Yeah, serrano peppers. Um, we put a little meat on there as well. And we put pepperoni. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, no, But to you, that's the best pizza you've ever had? I highly recommend this pizza. It's not the best pizza I've ever had. It's not pizza from New Haven, Connecticut, but it's a pretty good pizza. It's the it, best pizza in Philadelphia. This is the best pizza, better than anything in New Haven, Connecticut. Not better true. Better than anything in New York. Not true. I don't know about Chicago. I need to. I need, I'm wondering about Chicago because Chicago uh, pizza is very good. Uh, no, no, no. Not sure about Chicago. I like deep dish pizza. You, you like Chicago? I do pizza? like Chicago pizza. I really do. Really? I do. It's really good. But it's, it's really meat pie. It's not really pizza. Chicago, is Chicago pizza pizza or is it no, meat pie? No, it's meat like, pie. Okay, it's, so meat it's, pie. It's, it's meat. It's meat pie. Yeah. Uh, Vernick food and drink. Again, any to me, anything on this menu is amazing. Like, yeah. It doesn't really matter. But the best thing for me is the sea scallop and black truffle butter toast. It's fantastic. Yeah, so they have a bunch of these toasts. Um, basically, it's like stuff on toast. It's random things on toast, whether it's the sea scallops and the truffles or the uh, beef tartare or anything. There's, right. There's that. But yeah. the absolute yeah. best toast <laughs> is the sea scallop and black truffle yeah. butter toast. This, this toast will change your life. And if you can't get to the main Vernick food and drink, uh, they also have the toast um, at the Vernick coffee bar um, in the Comcast Center. So, again, Vernick is another place that could be a little bit difficult to get into um, based on, you know, reservations and things like that. But if you want a toast, maybe not this one in particular, but if you want a great toast, you can check them yes. out. Um, but, again, those that's a little, like, fancy and, you know, yeah. that's a little fancy. We're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it. Everybody likes I thought sandwiches. I was keeping it real. I like fancy stuff. Yeah, I know, but, like, sometimes <laughs> you want fancy stuff. It's like, sometimes you want a burger. Pizzeria, sometimes you want a steak. Pizzeria Betia is not fancy. It's fancy pizza. No, it's fancy. It's, pe- it's fancy. fancy pizza. It's fancy. I like regular, straightforward, kind of quasi-basic food. <laughs> Give me a roast pork. Let me go to John's Roast Pork. The right best down roast South pork. Philly. Yes, that's the, the best, best roast pork. pork. Roast pork might be the best sandwich in Philadelphia. Might be better than the cheesesteak. I think it's better than the cheesesteak. A lot of a lot, a lot of people people have said that the roast pork is better than the cheesesteak. I would tend to agree. <laughs> well, I just tried my first cheesesteak like two years ago, so. And and you enjoyed it. It was but not okay. a, not as much as a John's okay. roast pork. I I enjoy the roast pork more. Not in, not as much as that. We also yeah. have a uh, Goldie is on our list. That's yes. near where near where you are a lot of the time in Center City. Yes. Uh, so Goldie is a place they only sell was like three things. Fries, uh, falafels. Well, they have salad, like falafel salads. Right? They have, yeah, they have falafels in a sandwich or salad or just plain, and then they have fries, and you can get them seasoned or unseasoned. And they should and be on our list too. Really, they have a little convenience store, but the best thing there is what, Roy? The tahina shake. Yes, you love that. There thing. are these shakes, and it's made with this tahini paste. And I don't even know what else. I don't, even, yeah, there's I don't no, even know what else. There's no milk or anything. Yeah, there's no milk. It's non-dairy. If you're someone who can't have dairy, right. uh, this is beyond a good substitute. No, it's, 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 it, I'd yeah. venture to say it's better than a lot of dairy milkshakes I've had. No, it really, it's a fantastic. Like, it's, like I, we can't put in the words. Again, we, and we talk you know, on this podcast every week for a good 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour. We, even, we don't have the words for this shake. I can't explain. No. It's a shake. It doesn't seem like it's a lot but to it. But it's fantastic. It's a fantastic <laughs> shake. It's absolutely amazing. Again, if you can't get the Goldie because I've heard people have said that lines at lunchtime can get a little bit long. People have said? Yes. They have said. Like, <laughs> I you, have you told said. Me, I have said. You've told me that lines can get a little people. bit longer yeah. at lunchtime around <laughs> at, there at, at Goldie. But if you can't get to Goldie, you can go to uh, Franklin Table on the campus of Penn. Penn, Penn, uh, University of Pennsylvania, right. they have a food hall that Temple University does not have, 
And if you Here go, we to, go if you go to Franklin mm-hmm. Table and go to their food hall, the temple does not have. I think you need to put in your your uh, request with the, whoever does the temple food. I'm just saying we don't. I mean, uh, we who, have. Who's in charge of that? I mean, I don't know that anymore. My, you my, could, my you contacts could aren't here out, anymore. You could reach out to the students and have them kind well, of start complaining about it. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, uh, kind of get the ball rolling. I'm only one man to get a food hall down at Temple. I'm only one man. Yeah, I'm only one man. But no, uh, if you can't get to Goldie in downtown, there's another Goldie. Actually, there's multiple Goldies. Yeah, there's one, there's one in Whole Foods. Yeah, Franklin Table on the campus of Penn, and there's one in Whole Foods. The one in Fairmount is that the one? Fairmount. Yes. Fair, the Fairmount Whole Foods. All right, so that, that's where Goldie is. Um, let, let everybody know what you have next on our list. So next on our list is, since we mentioned cheesesteaks, mm-hmm. if you're going to get a cheesesteak in Philadelphia, my recommendation would head on be to head on down to Mike's Barbecue and get the brisket cheesesteak. Yeah, it's a, it's a non-traditional cheesesteak. So take everything you know or may have seen on TV out of cheesesteaks or even had from cheesesteaks and kind of just throw it out the window. Throw it out. This is different. This is instead of, you know, chop, chopped up uh, ribeye, mm-hmm. in most cases in Philadelphia, this is brisket. This is slow roasted for like smoked 12, brisket. Smoked, it's smoked, smoked brisket. Me, smoked. It, yes. Apologies. Smoked brisket. Smoked for about 12 to 14 hours over some nice, I think oak wood. I think it's oak. I'm not sure. Um, oak wood um, chopped up. And they have this, uh, this um, the mayo, the, um, not the mayo, jeez. No. Yeah, the whiz, the truffle, the, the, um, the whiz. What's the whiz? The white, the white cheese whiz. Yeah, I'm, blank, the, I'm blanking the, out. I'm blanking out too. I'm blanking it's out. The cheese whiz. It's, it's the good white cheese. It's whiz. cheese that you can drink. It's so it, good. Yeah, it's not the yellow cheese whiz in a can. No, no this is the white cheese whiz. Oh no, Cooper no, Sharp. Cooper Sharp. Sharp. Cooper That's Sharp. what it is. Yeah. Cooper Sharp. They call it Cooper Sharp whiz, uh, but it's not. It's whiz. not cheese whiz. Yeah, it's, it's not melted Cooper yeah. Sharp cheese. Little, little grilled onions on top of that oh, as well. It's fantastic. It is unbelievable. It's so fabulous. Unbelievable. So again. Definitely it's recommend foregoing a traditional cheesesteak and heading to Mark, and Mike's again, Barbecue. This is another place. This is a barbecue place that sells out pretty quickly. Yes. So if you want to go to Mike's, they open at 12 o'clock. You um, have to be there at 12 o'clock. <laughs> Wednesday through Sunday, they open at 12. You, you want to be get there, there at 12. You want to get there before 2 or 3 o'clock or else you like it might you might be in trouble. You definitely yeah. might be in trouble. Um, little known as this is the one. You, you put this yes. on the list. I uh, love these things. They're the wild mushroom arancini uh, balls. They're deep fried rice balls with wild mushroom and cheese in them. So deep fried rice balls. Yeah, like okay. I don't know if they're deep yeah. fried, but they're fried. Yeah. They're fried. They're yeah, breaded yeah. and fried. Mm-hmm. They're the best arancini I've tasted. They're one of the best appetizers in the city. I absolutely yeah. love them. They're super craveable. Once you have them one time, you think about them over and over and over <laughs> again, and think about the different ways that you can go back and have them. Now you said this is one of the best appetizers in the city. Yes. This is probably the second best appetizer on their menu. And your Lomas. opinion. And your opinion. Their menu. Because and on the little opinion. known as menu, if you come into the city, little known as, the best thing on their menu, the best appetizer on their menu is the meatballs. The beef, veal, and pork and meatballs. These are some of the greatest. No, these are the best meatballs. We're not even qualifying this. These are the best meatballs I have ever had. Period. Point blank. Chanel does not agree with me, with me but that's okay. No, no they're very okay. good. It's just I'm not a huge fan of meatballs, so I have to <sighs> but you're, accept your but, opinion but you on grew that. But you grew up in Connecticut. Yes. And there's a lot of great Italian restaurants yes, up there. a and, whole lot. And I'm sure a lot of them specialize in meatballs yes. and things like that. Yes. You never you never Meatballs took a weren't something that I went for, that I got, that I, I've just, I've never been that into them. Well, we have to take a break from this because we have a very special guest with us joining us on the show. Again, the man with many jobs, host of uh, Restaurant Impossible, 
Um, he's also the author of the Family Table Cookbook. Please, everybody, give a warm round of applause for Chef Robert Irvine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chef, thank you for joining us. We, we truly, truly appreciate it. We appreciate it. You're welcome. So, so Chef, again, we're here today for the Bite for the Fight uh, Foundation, yep. and uh, we're here to honor the life of McKenna and Massey. How did you first link up with the, the Massey family? So I met, I met uh, McKenna when she, uh, 2014, okay. uh, when she'd gone through a first bout of cancer. Uh, no hair in the dad's office. And uh, my first memory of her was to try and make her laugh. So mm -hmm. I walked into a, a, a glass wall, <laughs> literally. Uh <-huh. laughs> and, and it worked. She laughed. But I hurt my nose. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so you made a huge, obviously, impact in, life in, in McKenna's life and the life of the Massey family as well. And through your Robert Irvine Foundation, like you continue to make impacts on many lives, especially military. I, I, I want to I kind of stop you there for a second because yeah. she made a huge impact on my life and a lot of other people's lives. True. You know, not only was she as, uh, an amazing young lady, strong, mm -hmm. a fighter, and she was an Eagles fan, so we had that in common. Yeah. You know, she yeah. liked to, she, I would FaceTime her pretty much every day. Okay. From matter around the world I was, literally every day I would FaceTime her. Wow. And uh, we'd talk about food and when she wasn't hungry and what she had to eat and when she wouldn't eat and I made her eat and then I rub her nose in it if she didn't eat. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you know, and we're here today. We have a lot of, lot of families that have gone through the same pain yeah. uh, and, and are still, still dealing with that. And that's why I think, um, you know, kudos to, to Rich and Michelle uh, Massey for, for starting this amazing bite for the fight because it, it gives a voice yeah. to those parents who are here silently mm -hmm. um, and, and starting to deal with their grief. Yeah. Um, so it's really good. No, that's no, it's very cool. It's very cool. So, we, again, we're here for Fight for the Fight. But you also have your Robert Irvine Foundation um, where you give back to the military and military yep. families. Um, what, why, why do you think that giving back to the community is so important? I think, we, you know, God, I'm going to use that word that people don't like. When I say God, they're like, oh, my God, he's getting religious. <laughs> um, I, I think God puts us all on this planet for a reason, gives us as much as we can handle. Mm -hmm. um, and, and giving back is part of that. You know, when you're yeah. successful or you're not successful. You know, I mm -hmm. always say there are people less fortunate than yourself out there in your own communities. Go out and do something. It doesn't cost money. It, it may be a hug. It may be a, a kind word. It may be um, helping somebody across the road, buying groceries, buying a cup of coffee. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. Um, it's our responsibility to teach our kids and, and them to teach us. Yeah. And that's what McKenna's actually done. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So that's that's why I believe in the foundation. We've we've been uh, five years, six years. We just give our first million dollars away at Christmas. Wow! And uh, pretty good feeling to give back. Yeah. No, definitely. I know. I know it does. Again, we're here with Chef Robert Irvine, host of the Food Network show Restaurant Impossible, among other things. Um, you're on the road a lot, and and <laughs> and and so 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 you've seen a lot of cities, had a lot of meals. Probably not the best meals. Again, Restaurant Impossible. What nope, is, what are I made some a living at it. What are, what are some of your favorite cities to go to when it comes to food? Well, I travel 345 days a year. Wow. 150 of those primarily, primarily with the military all around the world. Afghanistan, Iraq, Poland, Spain, Diego Garcia, Syria, places you never even thought of. Yeah. And yeah. had some great meals there. Yeah. And the great meals, are not necessarily food, but, but sharing with fellowship with people. Mm -hmm. um, Fellowship in there. We got food in there, right? Yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't matter about the food. It, it, what it matters about the, the people you share that food with yeah. and the cultural sensitivities of food. Yeah. And I think, I think our world is such a messed up world right now mm -hmm. that if we took 
They'll put all the heads of states from all the countries around one big table like this mm -hmm. and give them a, the country's plate of origin, right? The, the food of that nation. Yeah. One bite, pass it to the right. And talk about that plate of food as it goes around. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have half the problems we have today. Yeah. You know, food is a great healer. Um, and I think we should use that more. No, definitely. We always say that food, food is the thing that we can all relate to because we all enjoy a good meal. And like yep. you said, a meal is more than just the food. It's the conversation and the fellowship that kind of goes along with that. You yep. know? So, um, and we know that you spend a lot of time here in Philly. You know, I do. We have, uh, an we have an office here in Philly. Yeah. Um, I work with Comcast here. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're a lot in Philly. So, so when you're here in Philly, because, uh, again, I know you're on the road a lot, but when you're here in Philly, what are some of the, your, your favorite foods? Because we're a Philly <laughs> food uh, podcast, so you know, we gave uh, our favorites. Know, there's... there's Jose Garces is a good friend of mine. Okay. All his restaurants, um, Rittenhouse Square. Mm -hmm. There's just so many great. Yeah. I, I'm not going to put one out because I get called out well, over the well, car. Give us a couple. Know. Give us a couple. Give us a couple. Um, Park Restaurant is one of my favorite restaurants. Park, okay. Um, they do the best roast chicken and mashed potatoes love, on the planet. Love, love, love. You yeah. know, um, yeah. Again, that's my favorite dinner. So, okay. I, know, know, I mean, last night I ate in my room, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to go out every night. I, I try and stay in. Hey, no, 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 I understand. Um, and again, since you said you had an office here, but you have a partnership with Boardroom Spirits. Yes. Who's, who's here as well. How did that relationship kind of come about? I own 50% of it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I got into that two years ago. We're about to rebrand that whole product line. Um, it will be worldwide at some point. Right nice. now it's in five states. Uh, Disney, Universal, some cruise lines, but um, it's going to be big no, one day. And the money and the, the cool thing, everything we do in our in our business, a portion of everything we do from TV, from books, from from T-shirts, etc., goes to our foundation to build homes for severely handicapped warriors, buy dogs, um, send people to DC for Memorial Day parades, uh, fix. We just, I mean, if you look at the list of things we've just done this year. It's phenomenal to think that a small company can actually do these many things. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's very awesome. We were on your website just kind of looking at all the stuff. Three hots in a cart. I mean, yeah. we, we fix kitchens. We, uh, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Again, we're here with Chef Robert Irvine. Um, I know you're on a busy schedule, but before we let you go, please let everybody here know how they can kind of keep up with everything that you have going on um, around. Shut up! <laughs> you go on to uh, Robert Irvine. Um, what is it? RobertIrvineFoundation.org. <laughs> uh, you can go on a Twitter at Robert Irvine, Instagram at Chef Irvine, follow Food Network, watch Restaurant Impossible tonight, the finale. Yes, the finale. Season 9 finale. p.m. finale of season 15. Yes. It's a good one. It's a crier. Okay. It's a crier. Okay. Yeah, it's all a right. crier. They all have been just lately, but um, <laughs> so yeah, and we're already filming season 16, so. Awesome. Good stuff. Please, everybody, give a warm round of applause for Chef Robert Irvine. Thank you. Don't forget to pledge money. Get, get your money. Spend your money. Again, that was Chef Robert Irvine. Again, don't forget, this is the season finale of Restaurant Impossible. You definitely don't want to miss that. Uh, Robert Irvine, again, just joined us here. Again, as he said, please, we're here for the Fight on McKenna Foundation. Don't forget to pledge money. Don't forget to hit the auction table um, over there in the other side of the pavilion as well. Some very cool stuff. We didn't even put Park on the list. He had Park. I love the roast chicken. Like, you, you that's my favorite mention, thing there. You didn't yeah. even mention Park on, the, on, the, on your list no. of, of things. I haven't been I to Park. I missed that. 
So, so we, so we did miss that. Um, I really wanted some more. See, because again, people ask us what our favorite food are, right. foods are. I wanted him to give us some more. But he's, Garces, but he's though. like he's 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 friends with a lot of people. The chefs in Philadelphia. I, I want to like be friends with a lot of chefs. In Philadelphia. I know you do. I'd like to, but be. for different reasons. He's friends because he's a chef. You just want to eat. You don't. I have a chef jacket. You I do have a, have a chef I have jacket, a chef but jacket. That doesn't mean anything. I'm nice in the kitchen. You know. What does that mean? I'm nice in the kitchen. What's nice in the kitchen? When I'm in the kitchen, I'm nice. That you're nice to me while I'm cooking your food in the kitchen? <laughs> nice in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, you are nice in the kitchen. All right, so <laughs> since uh, Chef Irvine didn't want to give up all his secrets and tell him, tell his favorite places to eat in Philadelphia, we'll keep doing ours a little bit. Or do you want to do the commandments? What do you want to do? We can do the commandments or we can do some uh, more Let's some more finish foods. out the b- favorite foods. All right, so we'll do more some more of our favorite foods again in Philadelphia. You guys are in, in and around, I should say, Philadelphia. Yes, in again, and around. You guys are all foodies here because we're all here, again, as part of the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. So... Hopefully you guys can take a couple of these places, or maybe you've been already, um, but check these out. These are the ones that we like here that we really enjoy at John Appetit. Um, what's next? We have uh, double double knot. Double That's knot. you. That's all yeah. you. That's next all you. The broiled sea, fa- sea bass with truffle soy and pea shoots. You you like the fish too. I you do. Go, I'm it just was saying, fantastic. You, if you we go back and list. listen to the episode, you're basically crying because this <laughs> fish was so good. You put this on the list. I because didn't put this on fantastic. the list. Because it's fantastic. It's one, it's the, probably the best fish I've had out, like, ever. Ever? Really? Yes. Wow. The preparation, the the way it was cooked, the it, everything about it, the flavor, everything was just it, perfect. It was so, perfect. So this is the, the broiled sea bass truffle, sh- uh, truffle soy reduction, you said? And the pea shoots? <laughs> With sea bass truffle soy and pea shoots. That's I don't know I where you got reduction from, uh, but okay. I thought it was truffle soy. I don't know. Okay. Um, okay. Any, anyhow. We're Eagles fans here. A lot of us are Eagles fans here. And I saw Swoop here. I saw some of the uh, Eagles cheerleaders. If you head to Rita's, you got to get the Go Birds water ice. This is their newest flavor of water, Italian ice. Excuse me, Italian ice. It's a mix between apple and pear. If you can imagine that, it is fantastic. It is so good. Chanel, not a fan of Italian ice, no. not a fan of water ice. No. What did you eat in Connecticut? <laughs> Lots of what, things. Ice, ice cream? Like what? Is, what was your frozen treat? Snow cones. What is a snow cone? It's ice. It's shaved put, ice. And they with, put a little a, a, with, a splash of red with, or no, blue sauce with, on it, or with blue or yellow or they green. They don't. They never give you enough syrup on it. They never give you enough. I like snow cones. Halfway through, it's all it's already clear. You're it doesn't down to matter. Ice. It doesn't matter. So you're just eating ice, <laughs> just shaved ice at that it's point. It's fine. It's fine. That's not. No, it's not fine. Uh, so we also have Bassett's ice cream. Vanilla is my favorite flavor. They have about three dozen flavors, and they rotate depending on the season. Uh, I love vanilla. Vanilla is amazing. I'm not saying it's the greatest ice cream I've ever had, but it's very good ice cream. Yeah, it's a Philadelphia thing. What is your favorite ice cream of all times? Times. Times. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It, uh, yeah, it's probably do. Amy's ice cream oh, in yeah, Austin, mind. Texas. Oh, never mind. Oh, never yeah. mind. That was another one. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Bluebell, but no. Amy's too. Amy's in Austin, Texas. Yeah, Amy's fantastic. No, but Bassett's Reading Terminal Market. Let me just put this: Reading Terminal Market is amazing. I don't know how we haven't done a Reading Terminal Market show yet, but we need to go there and do a show. There's so many great places yeah. in Reading Terminal Market. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that on the list for next yeah. year. For, there's the Knicks and there's Bassett's and the. Um, is there a Federal Donuts there? No, there's Baylor's. Baylor's Donuts. Okay. They're they're very good. Because uh, Federal Donuts yeah. is next on our yeah. list. Baylor's Donuts. They have the they're the uh, the Amish people who have the donut spot yeah. and the rotisserie chicken and the ribs, which we've had all yeah. of those. Uh, yeah. Not the chicken, not the chicken. Uh, but Federal Donuts, they're one of your spots. Yeah, but you put the chicken sandwich on the list. The Federal Donuts chicken sandwich. I know there's a lot of talk about a particular chicken sandwich. No, we're not talking about Chick Fil A. 
We're not even talking about Wendy's. We're talking about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. But that's sold out, so you can't even get it. So if you want the best chicken sandwich in Philadelphia right now, head to Federal Donuts. Get some awesome donuts because these are amazing, amazing donuts. Yeah, and then the regular chicken is good as well, especially with the Zatar seasoning. Yeah, the Zatar seasoning is, is key. Yeah. They still do the, um, the the quarter chickens and ha- I half chickens. I have no idea. Or whatever. Because the chicken sandwich has taken yeah. over. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of taken over for the nine nine and two thousand. Yes. Chanel has never been to South Philly Barbacoa. No. But I have, and a lot of people have, and it's amazing. And you can if should try you to go. Say so. It opens at six thirty. That's how you know it's amazing. It's open like six, no, five. For lamb 5:30. tacos at For lamb in the tacos. Lamb tacos with all the fixings you want. And you can get the consomme soup with the lamb drippings. Oh, my goodness. There's a re- they won a James Beard Award as well. Yes. We know why. Christina Martinez, uh, Ben Miller, amazing, amazing chefs. Lamb tacos at, uh, at Friday, uh, excuse me, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's an excellent. South Philly Barbacoa. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Let the people know what's, what it's all Friday, about. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, any of the pastas on the menu you, you can't go wrong with, yeah. particularly the roasted potato gnocchi. Yeah. You have to have to try that. Yeah. And there's, a, there's, like a, there's a crab cappellini that's on there now. Yes. Um, there's some Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Again, it, it was open for 40 years, closed down. New owners came through about a year and a half ago, maybe a year and a half, two years yeah, ago. I feel like it was more like two years two ago. Two years ago. Um, but the, the level of service that it's been there has been amazing. Amazing food. Uh, Richard, I think Richard Williams is the, is the chef. Amazing. Chad Williams, excuse me. Chad Williams is the chef there. Amazing food at Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This is a date night kind of spot. Yeah, so, definitely a special occasion. Yeah, so if I've, been, if I've been nice to Chanel for a couple of months, um, she might take me there and go Dutch treat. <laughs> maybe. We might do a Dutch maybe. treat there kind of thing. I'm at Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Maybe. But, but she will always take me to Cake Life Bake Shop. Yes, always. Because Beyonce loves Cake Life Bake Shop. Um, and if Beyonce I, loves it, then then we have to love it as a family. Yes, we do. I and will always treat you to Cake Life Bake Shop forever and ever. Forever and ever. We <laughs> yes. said anything at Cake Life Bake Shop, but specifically, well, for me specifically, the cheesecake at Cake Life Bake Shop. The cheesecake is amazing. A full-size cheesecake is $32. It's worth every penny of that and more. Mm-hmm, yeah. I can't eat the whole thing, obviously, because it's a full-size cheesecake. But it's a fantastic cheesecake. It, it is a pretty good cheesecake. Yes. But my favorite thing is the honey lavender sea salt tart. Yeah, the honey lavender sea salt tart. I they, don't even like tarts, but I absolutely love this honey lavender sea salt tart. Yeah, this is an amazing dessert. And Cake Life Big Shop is a place where Beyonce gets her birthday cake every two years when she comes <laughs> no, into Philadelphia. No, she got it there she got for it the two past years ago. two no, no, no. years. She got it this year and then two years ago. Oh, it was two years? Okay. Yeah, two years ago. So every two years? Yes, yeah, so every two years. So okay. every two years. There you go. So again, so those are just some of our favorite spots yes. in Philadelphia to check out. Again, please listen to our podcast, John Appetit, wherever you get your podcast for more stuff. Every week we talk about a new restaurant or a new uh, market or a new food festival like this. You know, this week on the podcast, obviously we'll talk about uh, Bite for the Fight. Um, here um, in, in uh, Phoenixville, PA. But yes. again, we talk about all sorts of cool things. So if you love food, and again, you're here, so we think you love food. Yes. So if you love food, please um, check us out at Joan Appetit. But um, a couple more things we want to get to before we sign off. Again, we just want to thank everybody, all of you guys, for coming out here for the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. Um, a ton of food and drink spencer, uh, vendors that we do want to thank. Um, a new catering. You want to read the list? Do you have the list? No, you. you, you read the read the read the drinks. You read the list. I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> a new catering. <laughs> thank uh, you for thank you for putting that out there yes. that I'm not wearing glasses. Uh, just, you know, Beverly's <laughs> Pastry Shop, uh, Birch Run Hills Farm, Cantina Feliz, Davios, uh, Duck Donuts. Again, we tried both of those. They're been they're amazing. Fries Catering, Great American Pub, Harry Savoy Grill, Liberty Union Barn Grill, 
Mojo's Pop Company, uh, Octopus's Garden, PJ Willahan's, Robert Ryan Catering and Design, Sedona Tap House, Sublime Cupcakes, Stove and Tap, and Twin Valley Coffee. Those are just some food vendors. The drink vendors include Boardroom Spirits, uh, Conchihocken Brewing Company, Maniunk Brewing Company, uh, Moss Wines, Pennsylvania Distilling, Revivalist Botanical Gin, Stella Artois, Stone Barn Cellars Winery, and the Victory Brewing Company. Now, a couple of these wineries and breweries kind of waved to us before we did our show. So I have to do my due diligence. Since they asked me to come over, I guess I need to kind of like suck it up. I guess and I need go, to go over. Yeah, now we have try, to try it. Got to try yeah. some of these gins. They asked us to come over. And so, try some of yeah. these spirits and all sorts of good things. We couldn't so. do it before recording because, yeah, you we, know. Because we're working here. We're working. We're working. You know, we're professionals here. Yeah, but, but now that that's done. Yeah, now we're, yeah. We can go try. Yeah, we're professional foodies and drinkers yeah. and eaters. And now, again, since the, since the people need to know yes. how these things taste, yes. we have to try these we out. We have to so, do it for the culture. So hopefully everybody listening live, hopefully you guys have tried out these vendors here. We're, you know, steps away from a lot of great uh, vendors here outside. Some more great vendors inside as well. And, again, don't forget the live auction. Yeah. Um, yeah, you want to finish no, up? No. So, so, again, we're here for a bite for the fight. Again, part of the... Um, uh, the festival in honor of McKenna and Massey. So please, please donate. Do everything you can. Uh, participate in the asylum auction over there. It's part of the Fight on McKenna Foundation. Um, and again, thank you guys for listening to this edition of John Appetit. Thank Robert Irvine. Oh, yeah, also, yeah, thank Robert Irvine. You can thank Robert. You have a microphone. Thank Robert Irvine. I don't want to mess up your group. This is a team thing. This is a team thing. Yeah, huge thanks to Chef Robert Irvine for for coming through, spending a couple minutes. Check out his Robert Irvine Foundation, robertirvinefoundation.com. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Um, Chef Robert Irvine, again, he has his hands in a lot of things. When you're on the road for 345 days a year, I mean, you're busy. You're a busy, busy man. So thank you, Robert Irvine. Thank you to the Massey family. Thank you, everybody, all the volunteers and sponsors for today's episode. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. And that was our live show from the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. Again, the first annual Bite for the Fight Food Festival. And we, we always talk about um, festivals and things like this. And um, for a, an event that, again, this was the first ever event that they had, they did a very they good did an job. Excellent job putting everything together, pulling everything together. Yeah, no, this is one of the, those events that, um, that, you know, that, you know, years to come is going to continue to grow and continue to raise some. Um, money for for these families fighting pediatric cancer so we strongly urge you guys again to kind of keep up with them and most importantly visit fightonmckenna.org uh to again to help the help do your part and help these families who are fighting pediatric cancer because again no donation is too small uh for these these families who are who are dealing with um what the massey family dealt with and what they help families deal with thanks to uh, the proceeds raised from the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. Um, there were some great restaurants. Just get, get into specifics. There were some great bites, and um, part of the food festival was a uh, competition for the quote-unquote best bite. So you had a lot of restaurants giving you their best bite that, that they can give you. So some of our favorites were there. Davio's was there that you talked You had this pasta, right? Yeah, it was uh, gnocchi with lamb, with a lamb ragu. That was lamb? That was lamb? Yeah, it was very, very tasty. Super yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. And it was the Davios from the King of Prussia. So I would, it was for being at a food festival for it tasting that well, it makes me want to like take a trip to King of Prussia and check out Davios at King of Prussia. Yeah. So Davios, King of Prussia, they were, they were there a bunch of great places. Uh, Duck Donuts was there with a bunch of uh, mini donuts. I had the bacon, uh, the donut with the bacon on it. 
Um, Great American Pub was there. Uh, Robert Irvine himself had his own station, and he was serving up um, a couple dishes. Um, and there was a Stella Artois was there. We had a couple drinks out in the uh, in the uh, in the pavilion as well. Uh, we actually bought, brought home a bottle of Revivalist Gin uh, that we're very interested in, in tech checking out. And there was a Twin Valley coffee that you Twin had. Twin Valley, the nitro coffee was extremely good. Yeah, they had a nitro coffee from Twin Valley. Uh, and there was also Chadsford wine. I mean, you know, we're, you know, you guys may know we're huge fans of Chadsford wine. So we got a couple bottles of that um, as well. So it was a very great. There's a cowboy ribeye steaks and shrimp tacos. And it was and, kind of an was indoor, it the poke? You had the poke in, too, right? The poke. The you poke the, was very good. Yeah. It was an indoor outdoor event. So um, a lot of these in Philly are either indoor or they're outdoor. They're, <laughs> right. there's, there's not a mixture. So it's kind of cool to be able to go in and out. Yes. Like yeah. So there was an indoor part, outdoor part. There was a there were bands outside. There was a band outside. The, the Mike DJ Z, inside. Yeah, Mike Z band was outside. The DJ was inside. We were outside, um, in the pavilion, um, entertaining the crowd with our uh, revelry and, <laughs> and all and, our, and all sorts of things. But no, it was just really no, highly encourage yeah. you guys to to follow this event to watch for it for it to come around again next year and also to visit what's the website again fight on mckenna.org please if you have the ability to donate to you know donate and help uh, a worthy cause if you can't you know just share the word you know share the word about the foundation share the word about this this uh this episode so other people can check it out and and donate and uh but we just want to thank everybody involved with the with the festival shout out to the massey family shout out to everybody there were so many people who were like super uber gracious to us? Uh, Brian, uh, Brian Carroll, um, Dave Coyne, uh, a bunch of a bunch of people. There were so many people um, who made that day super easy for us. Because again, Chanel's not used to doing live shows and she gets scared. <laughs> and we had a Hi. great <laughs> no, seriously no. We had a, we had a great time and then everybody was a super gracious. And again, if you if you can volunteer for for uh, the Fight on McKenna Foundation, please do so. It was an awesome awesome day. Can I just? They had there was water everywhere. There was yeah. like they had the baseball team help out. Yeah. Like it was so well run. It was like very well done. The security, a lot of great volunteers. Just the, sec- like, the security. Uh, it, Okay. Man. It, it was evident that a whole community came together for this cause. It was yeah. really good to see. It was heartwarming to see yes. that everyone they cared, and it just it 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 really. Um, a lot of times you don't see like the good. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it really felt good to right. be there and to be part of it. Right. So thank you again to the Massey family for having us. Yeah, please check out fightonmckenna.org. again. Please, if you can, uh, do your part to to help. Uh, the fight on uh, fight on McKenna Foundation uh, improve the lives of the families helping uh, facing pediatric cancer. So uh, that's it for this edition of the Joan Appetit podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase; it's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit.